Welcome to Women's Rules of Engagement, a podcast that shares success secrets for corporate women. Hi, I'm Nancy Fredericks, your strategic guide to overcoming any tough challenges holding you back from realizing all your career hopes and dreams. You know, my clients consider me a wizard at offering simple, practical, workable solutions to their business issues. I hope you find out the same thing also. Our topic today is women, money, parity, and tomorrow. That's a big topic, isn't it? It is a subject that has so angered me through the years that I determined to change it one client after another. Here's my take. Yes, inequity exists, no question about it. The corporate systems often fail women and there's also women failing themselves. But until you reach the lofty ranks of influencer, you know, there's very little system adjustments you can make that will impact you and the other women in your organizations. However, oh boy, can you impact your career big time. Yes, there's no question pay gaps still exist. This despite the Equal Pay Act of 1963 prohibiting sex discrimination in the payment of wages. Did you get that? 1963. And despite CEOs today stating in a McKinsey report that 75% of them, yes, 75% of them, include gender equality in their top 10 business priorities. There's no question women have made headway. Congratulations, I love to see it. And yet, after all these years and attention and focus, not enough movement. We haven't reached parity. Recently, I was reading a Catalyst report Catalyst is the leading nonprofit research organization for women in diversity, and they published an article that stated college-educated millennial women are projected to lose more than a million dollars because of wage gap by retirement. This is based on those women who are full-time year-round employed. Get the picture? A million dollars less for you at retirement or for you to have fun right now. Are you as outraged as I am? You know, I remember reading a marvelous book entitled Women Don't Ask, which was published in 2003. Yes, over 17 years ago, which revealed much of the same results as this most recent Catalyst study. The two authors of this book followed graduating students, both male and female, who were out there on their first interviewing for their first big job, and they were looking to secure a position that was what they were looking for, and their education would gain it for them. The guys came back earning more money than the women. I quickly remember my reaction, even after all these years. I was steamed thinking, there, there, look, I knew favoritism existed until much to my chagrin, I read a few paragraphs later and I found out that the graduating men more frequently negotiated their starting salary, whereas not so much for women graduates. 
These women graduate accepted their first offer with never a thought of negotiating. They were just happy to get the job. That's an awful lot of money not to have in your bank balance simply because you didn't ask for more money, isn't it? Are you ready to hear the practical, workable action steps you may want to consider? The first concept is know the market. Understanding the value of your position in the marketplace is one of the most important priorities you have as an employee. You can't leave it in someone else's hands. If you do, you'll leave the playing field at the end of your career with a chunk of change in your company's account, not yours. How can you, as a corporate employee, tap into the marketplace? That's a great question to ask. You can do it by strategizing on how to make connections early in your career with human resource professionals and other decision makers in your company. Then communicate with them and all of these influencers several times a year. You know, even if you leave the company, you want to stay in contact with these people because they're great sources of information. What can they source for you? Well, they can point you out in the right direction when it comes to competitive salary information. Or they can coach you on how to ask for an increase where you generate a healthy, respectful, robust dialogue based on your corporate culture and what they know works. Yes, a deep, insightful conversation may be more likely after you've left the company, but often, honestly, often, there are people in the organization that want you to open the door for your salary increase and to be recognized. And they're there to tell you how to do it internally as well. Solely focusing on producing for your company harms your today and your tomorrow. Put yourself at the top of your to-do list. If you don't take time to master building relationships of influence, hear that, of influence, I'm afraid you'll regret not doing so every time you open your paycheck. Create relationships with decision makers. They'll empower you ask and receive positive incomes. And these are tough issues to address all on your own. The second secret is interviewing is a must. Yes, I'm not kidding. Even if you're the favorite executive, the CEO, and your future is bright, interview. I know you believe you don't have time. Stop that limited thinking. That kind of thinking is why women have a huge chunk of change and they leave it on the table time after time after time. Pursuing job opportunities full out is the only way you'll honestly know your value in the marketplace. Your mission, should you choose to take it on, is to interview outside your company at least once a year. You heard me, once a year. And you need to take this on as though you're excited and committed to winning the offer. What can you expect? Well, there's two outcomes. They'll offer you the job. Just look how valuable you are. You know it deep inside your gut. You want out on this position over every other competitor. Without question, you're relevant, you're competitive, you're it. 
Yay! I mean, really, yay! That's a celebration. And it's a big confidence booster, isn't it? You now have two career possibilities. Not a bad thing at all. Or you didn't receive the job offer. Now inquire of the recruiter or human resources, what was the gap between you and the person they chose? Or what were they looking for that you didn't provide? This knowledge affords you the opportunity to up the ante on your career skills big time. Would you receive this level of understanding from your company? The likelihood is no. You have to realize your company's attention isn't in keeping you competitive. Their priority is in you meeting their needs. And I don't mean to sound cynical, but that's the truth. So often corporate performance evaluations leave a lot to be desired as far as your career development is concerned. They don't offer deep insights into preparing your career for big leaps in responsibility levels or moves outside of the department you're currently in. Instead, they prepare you to fill missing gaps in the corporation. That's good for them, not necessarily good for you and your future. The third tip is be proactive. Your responsibility is to track how your efforts add value to the company's bottom line, and keep notes on this all year long. Once you've nailed this appraisal, self-appraisal method, it's up to you to schedule a meeting regarding your salary expectations way before your boss locks into a number where you have little chance or influence over the outcome. Come prepared with a number that truly represents your worth based upon comparable pay statistics, what you believe you're valuable and your worth is, and what you contributed to the company's bottom line. Stand confidently on how great you are. Remember, confidence is a critical factor for success in corporations. With studies showing confidence trumps skill sets. This is the secret juice that will get you more money than silence and acceptance ever will. And no, don't mention that job offer you turned down. That was a confidence booster exercise only. You never want to appear as though you're, you know, holding your company hostage or threatening. Why? Because being seen as a team player is essential for success in every company I've ever worked with. Let me share a real life story that occurred, you know, with one of my strategic partnering clients. Yes, she was a woman who I'd coached probably about a year and a half to two years before. Hannah called frustrated, heartsick, and angry. It turns out she just received a salary increase that was wimpy with her bonus equal to others of her positional title in the organization. Why did this upset her? Well, she actually was an extraordinary leader, way above the pack. Let me bring clarity to the picture. She works for an advertising agency and is in charge of their largest client account, the largest by far. She'd increased the revenue from this one client more than all of the other clients in the agency, as well as more than all of the new client business combined. 
Get that? So she was a revenue generator of the first ilk. For all intents and purposes, by anyone's measurement, she was a moneymaker. It's kind of shocking how they treated her. I can't even imagine a male executive in her position being treated this way. I asked her, what did you tell your boss when you received the news? Silence. Oh, I hate that lack of sound. I know it means not such great news. Hannah said quietly and kind of lost. I actually didn't say anything. It was a done deal. Silence, anger, withdrawal, questioning your value. Hmm, can any of you relate? You already know she stumbled by not bringing what she brings to the table to her boss long before any decisions were stamped in cement. Let's take it a little further. She has clout in the organization, and although sometimes we women don't like to own it, she had and has power she didn't even use. Rarely would one of my male clients stand back saying nothing in a similar circumstance. Was this agency system the problem? Absolutely yes. It's inconceivable to me that they gave her an average salary bonus for the year. Do I also hold my client responsible? Absolutely yes. We game planned a discussion with a specific number for both salary increase and bonus retroactively. And yes, we backed it up with statistics and facts and confidence and the value she absolutely brings to the organization. They buckled and gave her a higher salary and a larger bonus, more commensurate with her contributions to the organization that last past year. The agency knew their largest client loves and respects Hannah as well as she was doing great work for them, and they didn't want a change. They knew her leaving would make for a very, very unhappy client. And while no one is irreplaceable, and I never want you to think that way, the reality is they also knew finding a talent such as Hannah would not be an easy task. It was a simple bottom line business decision, really a no-brainer to them once confronted with her unhappiness with what they'd done. I think it's unfortunate that it came to such a head and Hannah talked to them in advance. We know she would have received what she wanted. How can I tell you that with such assurance? Well, you better believe that Hannah was proactive the next year and stated the number she was looking for based upon her value because once again, her results were stellar. And what did her boss do? <laughs> You're going to love this. He gave her more than she asked for because they wanted her well satisfied. They didn't want her open to the headhunters who were trying to take her away from their organization. When you think about what we addressed in this Women's Rules of Engagement podcast, is there anything you might want to take on for your own? Because you are part of the system and you need to confidently speak your value if you want a competitive salary. So are you going to allow your knocking knees and trembling lips to hold you back 
from your pot of gold at the end of your long, successful career, or are you going to step up for your future? I know which choice I hope you make. Come back again for more practical, workable solutions you can immediately incorporate into your career success story. Much success always. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and coworkers. Thanks so much.